the King of Kings. Let's begin to give him praise. Let's begin to give him honor. Let's give him adoration for making it possible for us to see the last Sunday in the month of April. I want us to open our mouth and begin to thank God. Many started this month, but they are no more today. If you and I are alive, it is by His grace. It is by His mercy. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, I give you all the glory. I give you all the honor. I thank you for sparing my life. Glory be unto your name. And the rest of your name. In the name of Jesus. Lord, I worship you. Lord, I give you praise. For every member of my family, I thank you. I thank you for my children. I thank you for my spouse. Glory be unto your name. I want us to begin to plead the blood of Jesus. Let's begin to plead the blood over the prayer meeting of tonight. I want us to call down the blood of Jesus. That as we pray, Jesus will sprinkle his blood upon us. That Jesus will sprinkle his blood upon our prayers. In the name of Jesus, Lord, tonight, let every one of us be sanctified and be purged by the blood of Jesus, any form of defilement in our lives that could hinder our prayers, let your blood begin to flush them out. In the name of Jesus, Lord, tonight answer us by your mercy. In the name of Jesus, in Jesus' mighty name, 
we have prayed. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Isaiah 43, verse 19. As we are about to transition into the new month, I'm believing God that tonight, God will touch every one of us and prepare us for the month of May. Because that month is going to be a month full of blessing, a month full of expectation, and a month full of hope. I want to tell somebody tonight that the month of May, you will rejoice in that month. In the name of Jesus. I want us to read from the book of Isaiah 43 verse 19 as we pray. The Bible says, Isaiah 43 verse 19. Behold, I will do a new thing. Yes, that's what God is promising us tonight. God is promising to do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Now, I want us to know that part of what God wants to do, God will start doing it from tonight. God will not wait until when we move into the new month. Right? Right on this day. Right on this occasion. God said the thing he wants to do, it will, it will spring forth. I want somebody to say amen to that. I want you to say amen to that. I said that thing that God wants to do, it will begin to spring forth in your life in the name of Jesus. Shall you not know it? I will even make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the deserts. There, there, there are at least three points or four points that we are going to use you know, to pray uh, as we get ready to transition into the month of May. I want us to lift up our voice, our voice and we're going to cry to God and say, my father tonight, perfect all that concerns me in the name of Jesus. That's the first prayer point. Perfect all that concerns me. Now, before I move into the new month, perfect all that concerns me in the name of Jesus. I want you to lift up your voice and begin to pray. Father, in the name of Jesus tonight, perfect all that concerns us in the mighty name of Jesus. Your word says, behold, I will do a new thing. You know, part of the part of part of the ways God perfects all that concerns us is by doing something new. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, perfect all that concerns me. Perfect all that concerns my business. Perfect all that concerns my family. In the name of Jesus. Lord, tonight, perfect all that concerns me. In the mighty name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, the Bible says, Behold, I will do a new thing. Behold, that is, you have to see it. That's the meaning of the word, behold. You have to expect it. You have to begin to envision it. Behold, I will do a new thing. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My father, from tonight, let there be new thing. Let new thing begin to spring forth in my life. Let new thing begin to what? Begin to spring forth. Let new miracles, new testimonies, new favor, new help begin to spring forth in my life. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, tonight, let new thing begin to manifest in our lives. In the name of Jesus. New miracle. Let it manifest in our midst tonight. In the name of Jesus. Let there be, let something new begin to spring forth. Let new miracle begin to manifest 
In the name of Jesus, I want somebody to pray for new team. New team must spring forth in our life tonight in the name of Jesus. There shall be manifestation of something new. Something new. Something new. In every home, in every family, something new. Let it begin to spring forth. Let it begin to spring forth in the name of Jesus. Let something new begin to spring forth in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I pray for you that from tonight, new miracles, new testimonies, new blessing will begin to spring forth in your life. In the name of Jesus, you will begin to have an encounter with something new. In the name of Jesus, you will see something new tonight. In the name of Jesus, it is done. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, I want us to pray the next prayer point. God said, I will make a way in the wilderness. Now, there are some of us that right now as I'm talking, we are inside a wilderness. And God wants to pull us out. Yes, we, we, God doesn't want us to remain in that wilderness in the new month. I want you to lift up your voice. You are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, make a way for me out of all my wilderness. Wilderness, some are, some are having wilderness experience. Some are inside the wilderness of affliction. I want you to lift up your voice and say, Tonight, tonight, make a way for me out of all my wilderness. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, make a way for us out of all our wilderness in the name of Jesus. For as many who have been stuck in the wilderness of affliction, for as many who have been stuck in the wilderness of sickness, in the wilderness of sorrow, Lord, make a way for them in the name of Jesus. Make a way for us. I want somebody to crown to God. Enough is enough. Make a way for me out of my wilderness. Pull me out of my wilderness in the name of Jesus. Pull my business out of the wilderness. Pull my marriage out of the wilderness. Pull my children out of the wilderness. In the name of Jesus, make a way for me out of the wilderness. In the name of Jesus, from the wilderness of trouble, from the wilderness of affliction, Lord, pull me out in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that tonight the Lord will make a way for you out of your wilderness. In the name of Jesus, tonight you are coming out. Out of the wilderness of affliction, you are coming out. In the name of Jesus, out of the wilderness of confusion, I say you are coming out. In the name of Jesus, out of the wilderness of delay, where you have been garage on the same spot, I pull you out. By the hand of the Lord, in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let somebody say, I have come out. Out of my wilderness, I have come out. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, now, now look, at, look at the next thing the Bible says. It says, and rivers in the desert. God said, he want to make rivers to begin to flow in our desert. Now, when, we, when the Bible talks about desert, desert is a dry land. Desert is talking about dryness. And I'm believing God that tonight, for as many who are going through dryness, the Lord will cause water of revival, water of refreshment to flow in the name of Jesus. 
I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, from tonight henceforth, let rivers begin to flow for me out of my dry places. Let water begin to gush out out of my dry places. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, tonight, let rivers, let waters begin to flow, begin to gush out out of our dry places. In the name of Jesus, turn our dry places to a pool of water. In the name of Jesus, Lord, put dryness to an end in every area of our lives. In the name of Jesus, I want you to crown to God and say, My Father, let water begin to flow out of my dry places. In the name of Jesus, water the garden of my life tonight. In the name of Jesus, Lord, water the garden of my family tonight. In the name of Jesus, let pool of water begin to flow. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I pray for you that from tonight, you will not experience dryness again. In the name of Jesus. For as many who are experiencing spiritual dryness, I pray that there shall be a river of revival flowing into your life. In the name of Jesus. There shall be a river of power flowing into your life. In the name of Jesus. Whatever is causing dryness in your marriage, Whatever is causing dryness in your business, whatever is causing dryness in your home, I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. For as many who have a closed heaven over their life. Because one of the reasons why many are experiencing dryness is because their heaven has been closed. Some, instead for them to have rivers, instead for them to have rain flowing, or falling, either rivers flowing to their life or rain falling from heaven. What they have falling from their heaven is powder, powder, powder. I pray tonight that your heaven shall be opened in the name of Jesus. The rain of blessing will begin to fall on you in the name of Jesus. The rain of power will begin to fall on you in the name of Jesus. No more dryness. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want somebody to say, no more dryness. In the name of Jesus, no more dryness in my home. No more spiritual dryness. No more emotional dryness. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want to welcome every one of us to tonight's prayer meeting. And I want you to know that God is already in our midst. And I can, I can testify that God is in our midst and God is at work. I just want us to be sensitive to his move. Because sometimes, most of the times when, when, I, when I appear here, uh, it's either before I appear here or maybe during the time or after, uh, God always gives me signs that he's at work. And I know that tonight he wants to meet us at the point of our needs. Very quickly, I want us to open our Bible to the book of Matthew chapter 8. <clears throat> Matthew chapter 8, as we know that we are studying from that book of Matthew. But last week we couldn't really cover some aspects of this story. And I, I want to kind of zero in on this aspect we are going to be using to pray tonight. Matthew chapter 8. 
from verse uh, 5 to verse maybe verse uh, 10 or 11. I want to read for the sake of those who missed last week's message so that we can, they can be carried along with the others. Matthew chapter 8, very quickly. Uh, if you can open your Bible with me, I want, to, I want us to read together because it's good to read. Sometimes, you know, I just find pleasure reading the Bible. It is something pleasurable. Sometimes when you feel, maybe you have some dry moments, you have some, uh, you know, bored moments, you can just read scriptures. It will, it will just refreshes you. Matthew chapter 8, the Bible says from verse 5, Now when Jesus had entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him. I want us to know that a centurion is a military man, man who understands others, man who is under authority. It's not just a civilian who doesn't understand divine order. For example, the, the, the woman with the issue of blood was a civilian. How do I know? You know, even though the Lord did not permit her to even come around people, this woman violated the, the, the civic law that forbid her from appearing in the public. She came to Jesus and she taught Jesus. She was not supposed to be in the public. She violated that law. She was not supposed to touch a priest. She violated that law. So that woman wasn't working in the order. But this man we are reading about is a man that understands divine order. He is a man under authority. He will not just do anything because a, a mistake by a sergeant could be a breaking of protocol in, you know, among those who are in the military. So the Bible said this man came to him, he came to Jesus, uh, pleading with him. Although if you are reading this story from the account of Luke, Luke told us that he sent some elders to Jesus. And I want us to know that the account of Luke is very, very more broad, more extensive. Why? Because Luke was a doctor. So anytime Luke described conditions of, of sickness or condition of disease among some of the people that Jesus healed, Luke always gave a, a, a very extensive account. But let's just stick with Matthew because the aspect I want to use is actually verse 10. So let's just keep, let's, let's, let's uh, stick with Matthew tonight. The Bible says, and he was pleading with him, that is, he was begging Jesus, not for himself, not for his own son, not for his own wife, but for his servants, to let us know how this man loved people. He, he, this man, whether you are poor, whether you are rich, whether you are you are important personality, this man is a, is a man that loves people. How do you know that you love people? By the way you treat people who are insignificant. That is how we understand if you indeed love people. Maybe, maybe you only show love to people at the top with you. You don't love people. You don't love people. Until when we see how you treat the beggars on the streets. Until how we see the way you treat those who are homeless on the street. That is how we know if you indeed love people. If you indeed love people. So the Bible said this man came to beg Jesus on behalf of of his servant, ordinary servant, ordinary servant, not even for his sergeant. He was begging Jesus. He was pleading for his servant. Maybe the servant that cook his food. Maybe the servant that you know that does his laundry. Uh, maybe the, the servant that his wife sent on errand to to Walmart or, or, or to to grocery stores to go and get him some food items. So the Bible said this man was begging Jesus. 
I said, please, Jesus, I know you have power. Come and heal my servant. I look at verse 7. I mean, verse 6. Saying, Lord, my servant is lying at home, paralyzed, dreadfully tormented. This attack was a demonic attack on the servant of this centurion. And the Bible says in verse 7, Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. Now, Jesus did not tell the man, I'm sending Judas Iscariot. Well, if <laughs> maybe the man would have said, please don't, don't say Judas. I know that man was a thief. But Jesus didn't say, he, he didn't tell him I was going to send Judas. He didn't say, I'm going to send Thomas. Maybe the man would have said, Thomas, that doubting Thomas, please, I don't want Thomas. He's, he, I, I don't want Thomas in my house. He's a doubting Thomas. Jesus told this man, I am coming by myself. Jesus did not even say, he, he did not even tell him, I'm sending one of my angels. Look at that. Jesus told him, I am coming by myself. And look at what the man said in verse 8. And this, because if I were the one, I would have immediately just told me, I am coming to heal your servant. I would have immediately called my wife and said, please, Jesus is coming. Get the house ready. Start cooking. Start preparing. Clean the house. Let everything be, be what? In perfect order. Jesus is coming to visit us. I will be so excited to host Jesus in my house. But because this man was a man that understands divine order. I want to, there is something I'm, 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 I'm getting to. And I want you to follow me. The Bible says, this man begged Jesus in verse 8. And the centurion answered and said to, to him, Lord, I am not worthy. What an humble man. I am not worthy that you should come under my roof. Look at that. But only speak a word. And my servant shall be healed. How come this man understood this divine order? How come? How come? Because it's because this man has met with God at the place of his assignment. This man has what? Has met with God. Look at what he said next. Verse 9. And this is verse 9. He said, For I also am a man under authority. So that man understood that Jesus has authority. He has authority. Do you know some of us, that the reason why we don't really experience miracles as in the time of old is because we have not really understood the authority in the men of God around us. This man understood divine authority. He told Jesus, he said, I am also a soldier. <laughs> I know you are, you, are, you are a prophet. I know you are a man of God. You are under authority. I am also under authority. I'm a soldier. Having, I am a, I'm a man under authority. Having soldiers under me. And I say to this one, go. And he goes. And to another, come. And he comes. And to my servant, do this. And he does it. So this man understands divine authority. He met God. He has met God at his place of work. So he understands authority at the place of work. So what he was indirectly telling Jesus is that you don't need to come to my house. If you have the authority to heal, whether you speak a word or you 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 just uh, you know mumble anything to the wall into the hair. There shall be healing. I respect your power. I respect your authority. 
You don't need to waste time. Maybe, we don't know, maybe his house is like two hours to where Jesus was. So, so the man said, just speak your word and my servant shall be healed. And look at verse 10. And when Jesus heard it, he marveled and said to those who followed, Verily, verily, I say unto you, I have not found such great faith, not even in Israel. And look at verse, verse 13. Then Jesus said to the centurion, because he understood authority, Go your way, and as you have believed, so let it be done for you. And his servant was healed that same hour. I want to pray for somebody tonight. You will experience instantaneous miracle. In the name of Jesus. As you are listening to me right now. God will touch you. In the name of Jesus. I said God will touch you. In the name of Jesus. If there is anyone under the captivities of the wicked. Tonight you shall be set free. In the name of Jesus. Now tonight I just want to share with us what I have titled. Working under divine authority. Working under or working in divine authority or working under divine authority. Now, I want us to go back to that verse 9. The man said, For I also am a man under authority, having soldiers under me. So that man knew that Jesus also was a man under authority of God. And this man must have had some of the miracles that Jesus performed. Maybe how Jesus healed some people remotely. Maybe how some people touched the garment of Jesus and they were healed. And this man said, you know what? This man carries so much power. That he, does, he, he only needs to speak. No wonder the book of Psalm, 1, Psalm 107 verse 20, the Bible says, He sent forth his word and his word healed them and deliver them from their destruction, working under divine authority. Now, I want, when it comes to authority, number one, I want us to understand this. All authority comes from God. All authority comes from God. All authority comes from God. No wonder the book of, uh, the, the book of Matthew 28 when Jesus was speaking to his disciples after he resurrected, he told them in verse 18, and Jesus spoke unto them, saying, All authority in, has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Why did God give Jesus authority in heaven and earth? Because Jesus also submitted under the authority of God while he was on earth. The book of Philippians makes us to understand this. Philippians chapter 2 from verse 5. The Bible says, Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Verse 6. Who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking upon himself the, bond, the form of a servant, and coming the likeness of man, and being found in appearance as man. He humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death under authority. Even the death of the cross. That when the Bible says even the death of the cross, that is talking about a shameful death. And look at verse 9. Therefore, oh my God, therefore, because he humbled himself, because he put himself under the authority of God, therefore, God also has highly exalted him. 
and giving him a name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth and that every tongue should confess that Jesus is the Lord to the glory of the Father. So all authority originates from God. And when we talk about authority, what is authority? Authority means delegated power. Delegated power. Oh my God, delegated power. You know, one of the things that God is interested in as for us as believers is that God also wants to delegate his power to us. As believers, we can enjoy this authority, delegated power. That was why when Christ was on the earth with his disciples in Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, I want you to, to go along with me. Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, the Bible says, And when he had called unto himself his twelve disciples, he gave them power. That word power there talks about authority because authority means delegated power. He gave them power against unclean spirits. Look at that. Because without them having that delegated power, they won't be able to fulfill their assignment. They won't be able to heal the sick. They won't be able to raise the dead. He called them unto himself and he gave them power against unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all manner of sickness and all manner of disease. Look at that. Authority talk about delegated power. For somebody, you will receive power tonight. In the name of Jesus. Oh my God. I said somebody will receive power tonight. In the name of Jesus. Power to heal the sick. Power against unclean spirit. I said power will come. In the name of Jesus. So I want us to understand this. That as believers, we can share in the authority of God. And when we receive that authority, it, it, it will help us to walk in dominion. Because without authority, we cannot experience dominion. What gives us dominion over the devil, what gives us dominion over the powers of darkness, is the delegated power that we receive from God. And tonight, we want to ask for that power again. We want to ask for that authority again. Because some of us, we don't even realize that we have it. That's why we are talking about it. Thank God for the centurion man that opened our understanding to it. He told Jesus, he said, Jesus, I am a man under authority. And I know that you are also under the authority of God. Look at, look, look at James chapter 4. James chapter 4, verse 7. The Bible said, therefore, submit to God. That's the way to have this authority we are talking about. Submit to God. People that we exercise authority must also be under authority. Yes. People that what? That's why, you know, if you, if you watch most of the people that get converted, you know, after maybe they, they used to be in the dark world, you know, I, I've had so many of them. I don't know how many deputy that the devil has. But most of them, when they get, when they when they become converted and they are and they are you know sharing about you know what they used to do when they were in the dark world, some of them we said I was the deputy to the devil. I don't know if, if you have had those kind of testimonies. This one we say I am the second in command. Now I always think, how can you be the second? How many second in command does the devil have? 
But because we all know that the devil is a deceiver, he's a liar. So maybe we tell this one, you are my second in command. And that one will go to the, to, to the, to the greatest extent to work for the devil. Now, why, 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 why did the devil tell them that? So that they can, they can begin to work under his authority. Under his authority. So what I'm saying is this. If we want to enjoy the authority of God, we must submit under the authority of God. Only those who are under authority can exercise authority. For example, if you are a policeman, you know, you have the authority to arrest. A, a policeman can arrest. A policeman that have the authority to carry guns. In fact, if a policeman is not dressed in his police uniform and is not carrying gun, and the policeman went to some dangerous area, it can be, he can expose himself to danger. But if that policeman was fired, that authority is gone. He cannot go back again and say, I want to arrest. No, he can't arrest nobody. In fact, he can be arrested and be put in jail for, 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 for acting like a policeman when he has been fired. So for us to be under, for us to exercise authority, we must be under authority. And let me, let me show us there are different kinds of authority that has been given to us as believers. Number one, we have been given authority to become the child of God. That's the first authority. And that is where it starts from. The moment we give our life to Christ, there is an authority that we have. The authority to be called a child of God. We see that in, in John chapter 1 verse 12. The Bible says, but as many as received him, to them he gave the power. That word power also means the right or the authority to become the sons of God. Look at that. We are, we are children of God. We have the authority as a child of God on this earth. So the first authority we have is the authority that makes us to become children of God. The, another example of the authority we have been given is the, is the authority over possession. Authority over possession. I want you to know that you and I, we have been given that authority over possession. For, uh, let me show us that in Genesis chapter 4. Gen no, sorry. I mean, uh, Acts chapter 5 verse 4. Uh, Acts chapter 5 verse 4. This was when Peter was talking to Ananias. He said, while it remained, because Ananias was among people that brought money to the apostles. And then he lied about the amount. And then Peter told him, he said, while it remained, was it not your own? And after it was sold, was it not in your own control? Your own control, that means you have control. You have, you have the authority of possession over your, over your money. And why have you conceived these things in your heart? You have not lied to God, I mean to men, but to God. Authority of possession. It, it is that same authority that the Bible talks about in Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse 18. The Bible says, For I am the God who gives you the power to get wet. The power to get wet. That is the power uh, to possess our possession. Authority of possession. Then number three, let me just, just give us one more, and then we will we'll, we'll, we'll go into the practical. Another authority we have been given as believer is the authority over the will. Authority over our will. Do you know when it comes to decision, God doesn't argue with us. Authority of the will. Authority of the will. In, in 1 Corinthians 7 verse 37, the Bible says, Nevertheless, he who stands fast 
in his heart. Look at that. He who stands fast in his heart, having no necessity, but has power over his own will. Look at that. He has power over his own will and 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 has so determined in his heart that he will keep his virgin does well. This was when Paul was talking about people who have chosen to become an Enoch. People who have chosen not to marry. He said, if, say if they so desire not to marry so that they can be committed fully to God, he said they have done well. We have authority over our will. That's why we have the sisters among the Catholics. I mean, the, the new sisters, we have the fathers. They don't, they, they, they don't get married. You know, they, they stay like that until when they die. Now, I want us to go into the particular because of our time. I want us to go back to that passage again. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 8 verse 9, I want us to see three ways we can exercise our authority. And then we'll go and pray. Because these are the ways we are going to use this authority tonight. Number one, what the man said was this. He said, I am a man under authority. And I have soldiers under me. And look at what he said. Look, I want, I want you to listen to this. He said, I say to this one, go. And he goes. I say to this one, go. And he go. That is talking about the authority to command something to go or to depart. The man make us to understand that. <laughs> and that was the same authority that Jesus used. He commanded the sickness to depart from that servant. And immediately... The, the spirit tormenting that servant left him. I want to pray for somebody tonight that God will give you the power to command demons, to command failure, to command depression, to command all kinds of sickness to go out of your life. In the name of Jesus. Look at that. That is, that is good. You know, the man said, I, I, I have that authority. I, I said to this servant, go. And he goes. That's the first authority. That's the first way. Through our authority, we can command whatever we don't want in our life to go. If we are being tormented by demons, we can command them to go. No wonder in the book of Luke chapter 10 verse 19, the Bible said, Behold, I give unto you power or authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the enemies and nothing shall by any means hurt you. So we can command things to go. And tonight, we are going to command sickness to go. In fact, we are going to command mountain. If there are mountains waiting for us in the month of May, we shall command mountain to go in the name of Jesus. That, that's what Jesus was talking about in Matthew 17. Matthew 17, look at what Jesus said. He said, not only will you sell this thing, but you will sell to the mountain. In Matthew 17, uh, verse, 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 uh, verse uh, 20. And Jesus said to them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If you have faith as a mustard seed, you will say to this mountain, I don't know the mountain standing on your way, but tonight as we begin to pray, Make sure you use your authority. You have been given that authority. If you are a child of God, if you are a believer, you have that authority. You will say to this mountain, go from here to there and it will move and nothing will be impossible for you. For somebody, nothing will be impossible for you again from tonight. In the name of Jesus, anything you command to go, 
we go at your command. In the name of Jesus. That was the authority that God gave to Moses. Moses could command darkness over Egypt. And for three days, nobody will move. Until when Moses command lights to be restored. Moses could just tell Pharaoh and say, by this time tomorrow, frog. I will command frog. Frog will fill the whole land of Egypt. And frog will fill the whole land. That is the authority we are talking about. Then number two. Through this authority, we can command some things to come. Oh my God. Now, let me ask us, how many, how many of us want blessing to come? How many of us want favor to come? How many of us, how many of us want, want divine assistance to come? You can command it. I said you can command it. Oh my God. You can command your helpers to come. That was what the man was saying. He said, I said to this one, go and he goes. And to that one, come and he comes. I'm a man under authority. For somebody tonight, as you begin to pray, all your blessing will locate you. In the name of Jesus. As you pray for healing, healing will come to you. In the name of Jesus. I say, I should pray for favor. Favor will come to you. In the name of Jesus. That was the same authority that Jesus used in Matthew 17. Matthew 17, when the tax men came to, to Peter, look at, look at what Jesus told uh, Peter. Matthew 17 from verse 24 to 20, uh, 27. Jesus told Peter, he said, go to the sea with your hook. Because he, he, with his mouth, he commanded the other, he, he, he gave the order. He said, go to the fish, I mean, go to the sea. And the first fish you catch, open its mouth and you will find money in its mouth. How did the money get there? The authority to command things to come. I pray for you tonight. Everything that you have lost in this month, as we begin to pray, oh my God, they shall be fully restored back in the name of Jesus. If you have missed opportunity, you can command it to come back. Yes. If you have wasted time, you can pray for restoration of your time. Then number three, the man said, I command my servant to do this. And he does it. Look at that. We are talking about the authority of influence. The authority of influence. The authority to command things to work for us. The authority to, to command things to work for us. That was the authority that Jesus used in Mark chapter 4. Mark chapter 4, when Jesus was on the boat with his disciples and there was storm. This, this story is in Mark chapter 4 from verse 35 to verse 41. The Bible said there was a storm that arose and Jesus was sleeping. And later the Bible says when, when the wave began to, to, to beat water into the boat, the disciples called unto Jesus. They said, don't you care that we perish? At that time, Christ was expecting them to exercise that authority authority to do something he expected them to walk to to command the wind to cease to to obey their voice but they did it and when they woke him up the bible says he arose in verse 37 he arose and what he arose and rebuked the wind and said to the sea be still and the bible says, and there was great calmness authority to do oh my god <laughs> For somebody tonight, when that authority come upon you, things that you could not do before, things that has become impossible for you, you will begin to do it in the name of Jesus. 
Maybe you have been stopped by the enemies, and the enemy get they mark they mark something on the ground and say you mustn't cross this path. If you cross this path, we send you back. From tonight, you will go beyond that path. In the name of Jesus Christ, the authority to do. Ha! Oh my God! No wonder the book of Daniel chapter ten verse thirty-two. The Bible says, "And those that be strong." That is, those who are strong, the Bible said they shall what? They shall do great exploit. Those that know their God, they shall do great exploit. Authority to do something. Authority to command something to happen. Authority to do something. I want us to go and pray. We are going to lift up our voice unto God. Now, now the first purpose we want to pray is this. We want to first pray that God will release us from every influence of demonic authority. There are so many who are under the controls of the enemies. The enemies are the ones controlling them. They are controlling their business. They are controlling their finances. They are controlling their marriages. They are controlling their children. They are controlling every aspect. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to cry unto God and say, My Father, let me be delivered from the control of any satanic authority over my life. Deliver me by fire in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Masatakatalagaba. Let us be delivered. For as many who are under satanic authority, for as many who are under the influence of demons controlling their life, controlling their life, tonight let there be deliverance by fire in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Deliver me by fire. Deliver me by fire. Deliver my children by fire from the influence and from the control of satanic spirit. In the name of Jesus, let us be delivered. In the name of Jesus, every satanic power, every satanic spirit controlling our life, Lord, tonight dethrone them by fire. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, dethrone them by fire, dethrone them by fire, dethrone them by fire. Masota Katalikapa, Lord, dethrone them by fire. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to pray and say, My Father, withdraw the authority the enemy is using over my life. Let that authority be withdrawn from them. Let that power be withdrawn from them. Now, listen to me. When the children of Israel were still in Egypt, they were under the control of their taskmaster. Do you know when Moses came to solicit for them? The Bible says, Pharaoh commanded the taskmaster. He said, hard to their, to, their, to their labor. It's because they are, they are free. That is why they are negotiating for their freedom. Hard to their labor. Don't give them straw anymore. Let them struggle more. And that was why, when, during the time when Moses was, was negotiating with Pharaoh, the Bible says, all the elders of Israel, they came to Moses. They said, you better leave us alone. Because you are heading to our trouble. Since you have been coming here, the, the, the Pharaoh has commanded the taskmaster to hard to our labor. Look at that. But as soon as they were delivered from the kingdom of Egypt, Pharaoh lost the power. I want some. I don't know. Maybe you 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 are under the influence, under the control of a Pharaoh. Pharaoh overseeing your life, overseeing the affair of your business. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My father, tonight we draw power. We draw the authority that the enemy has over me. Let that authority be withdrawn from them. Let that power that the enemy is 
using against me, be withdrawn from them. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, withdraw their power, withdraw their authority from them. The authority that the enemy is using to control my finances. Yes. The authority and the power that the enemy is using to control my home, to control my children, to control the affairs of my life. Tonight, let that power be withdrawn in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Withdraw their power from them in the name of Jesus. The power that the enemy are using to control our career, to control our blessings. Let the power be withdrawn from them. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Let the power be withdrawn from them. Let the authority be withdrawn from them. In the name of Jesus, I want somebody to pray. Pray tonight, tonight, tonight for deliverance. Tonight is your night for total liberation. Open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, withdraw that power from them. The power the enemy is using against me to, to control my life. To torment and to afflict me. Let the power be withdrawn from them. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. Now I want us to pray this. We are going to pray that God will help us to submit ourselves. Under the authority of God. That the only way we can gain this authority from the example of Jesus. Is we need to submit to God. The Bible says Christ became obedient. To the death of the cross. In fact, many times, if you read the book of John, you will see in the account of John how Jesus said, I have come not to do my own will, but to do the will of him that sent me. In fact, in John chapter 8, verse 29, he said, He said, He said, This one thing I do to always please he who has called me. I always work to please him every time. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, help me to submit under your authority. You know, help me to what? To submit. When we submit under the authority of God, we are going to walk in, in, in obedience. The reason why many people are walking in disobedience is because they find it difficult to submit under the authority of God. As a servant, as a child, when God asks us not to do something, we say, Yes, sir. We don't complain, we don't we negotiate. We don't argue with God. We just obey. But many today are not submitting under the authority of God. And if we don't submit under the authority of God, we cannot use God's authority. How? Where are we going to get it? Authority is a delegated power from God. So if we are not submitting to God, where are we going to get that authority? I want us to pray. Look at the, the seven sons of Sceva mentioned in Act 19. They tried to use the authority of Jesus. And they have not submitted to Jesus. The Bible said the madman, they were trying to cast demons out of him, grabbed them, he tore them into pieces, he tore their clothes into pieces, he make a shame of them. They were trying to use authority that they don't have. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, help me to submit under your authority. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, help us to submit under your authority. In the name of Jesus. Lord, help us to submit under your authority. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. That's why James chapter 4 verse 7 says, Submit yourself therefore unto God. Resist the devil and he will flee. We have to submit to God first before we can be resisting. Before we can be rebuking. We have to submit to God first. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, 
help me to submit under under your authority in the name of Jesus. Help me to submit myself under the authority of your word, under the authority of your Holy Spirit. Help me to submit under your authority in the name of Jesus. We pray for the spirit of obedience. Total obedience as a bond servant. Let this spirit of obedience come into our heart. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, tonight, give me divine authority as your child. That's the prayer point. <laughs> oh my God. Divine authority as your what? As your child. I want us to know that we are, we are God's children. If we don't know these... We need to begin to know and to work in the awareness of that truth, in the awareness of that knowledge that I am a child of God. There is a saying that says, I am, I am a child of God, I am a child of God, I am a child of God, and He knows me so. So we are we are children of God. I want us to lift up our voice. We are going to pray this prayer with every energy that we have got. I say, Lord, tonight, give me the authority of sonship. Yes, the authority of this was the authority that Christ operated with when he was on earth. It was the authority of sonship. There was there was nothing Christ could not do. He has power to do all things. Authority of sonship. Why? Because Christ was hundred percent in obedience to the will of God. He submitted to the will of God. He submitted himself to the authority of God. I want us to lift up our voice and say, My Father, give me the authority of sonship. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. The authority to, to become your child. The authority of sonship. I call that Lima Sindeli Kappa. Lord, let that authority be released. In the name of Jesus, we receive that authority tonight. I want somebody to pray and say, Lord, give me the authority of sonship. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. The authority of sonship. The authority as a child of God. Let that authority be released. In the name of Jesus, I receive that authority. I receive that power. In the mighty name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. The authority of sonship. That will help us to walk in dominion in this world. Let that authority come upon us. In the name of Jesus, we receive that authority. We receive that power. We receive that authority. We receive that power. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Now, if you look at our process, our process of conversion, we started at the cross, right? And then we, 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 we proceed to... to to have the Pentecostal experience. And then we proceed to where we are seated with Christ. Not many believers are at the third level. The third level is the, the place of sitting with Christ. That's the place of authority. <laughs> and tonight, God will move us to that place. In the name of Jesus, many are still at the cross. Every day, they are always committing sins. Every day, they are still living a life of sin. They are still living at the cross. God wants us to proceed to, to, to having Pentecostal experience. To be filled with power. Oh my God. The Bible was talking about Stephen. The Bible says, a man full of faith and of power. In Acts chapter 6 verse 8. A man full of faith and of power. And then God wants us to get to the, to the place of sitting. That's the place of authority. The place of sitting. Look at Paul. 
Paul, there was a man in Acts chapter 13. Maybe we are going to do more prayer on this in the future. That man was a sorcerer. And Paul was preaching to a, 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 an officer. And that man who was a sorcerer was trying to convince uh, the, 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 the man that Paul was preaching to. And Paul looked at him. I'm talking about Paul as a man of authority. I'm talking about Paul as a man sitting with Christ at the place of authority. He looked at the man. He said, I command you to lose your sight. And the, man, the Bible said the man became blind. The man, be, he, he instantaneously, he, was, he, was, he became blind. The same thing with Peter. When, when there was a man called Simon in Acts chapter 8, Peter told that man, he said, your money perish with you. Your money, he became blind instant. That is what we are talking about. When we, when we begin to operate at this level, what is witches are pursuing me in my dream? What is, uh, they are pressing me down. On your bed that you pay with your money? God forbid. I want us to lift up our voice. I want us to pray for that, for that authority again. We are going to lift up our voice and say, my father, I pray for authority and power. Ha! Authority and power over demonic spirit. Authority and power over demons. Authority and power over the powers of darkness. Let that power come upon me. Let that authority rest upon me. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Authority and power. Authority and power. Authority and power. Authority and power. Yes, 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 yes. Kalagabada. Ekepetekede. Iprakatusata. Epreketa. Ruma Hailima Sidikapolia. Authority and power. Authority and power. Yes, 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 yes. Ailima Kadailia. Yes, it's coming. It's coming. Authority and power. Over every forces of darkness. Authority and power. Over the kingdom of darkness. Let that authority and power rest upon us. In the name of Jesus. Let us begin to work in dominion. In total dominion. In Jesus mighty name. We have prayed. I want us to pray and say my father. Let every power questioning your authority in my life be silenced. <laughs> Look at that. There was a time, I think we, we talked about this uh, during the Palm Sunday, when Jesus told his disciples to go to a city and untie a, a donkey. And Jesus told them ahead, he said, somebody may want to ask you, who asked you to come and untie this donkey? Tell the person that God have need of it. There are powers that questions. They question. They want to question our authority. Do you know several times when Christ was preaching, the Bible said the Sadducee, the Pharisee, they came and said, "Who gave you this authority?" He was, he was, he was performing signs and wonders. There was a time in in the temple in Matthew chapter twenty, he he, he beat people out of the temple. The same thing in, in John chapter two, people were selling and buying. The Bible says he beat, he whipped them out. You can't turn my father's house to a merchant, to a merchandise place. He whipped. That is what we are talking about. If we have this authority, how can we be in a church and demons and wizards and witches are, are taking over the place? And uh, uh, we, we we are supposed to to whip them out. We whip them out. I want you to lift up your voice. I said, my father, every power questioning your authority in my life. <laughs> Let that power be wasted and be silenced. 
whether, whether wasted or silenced, whichever one, let them be wasted, let them be silenced. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth, open your mouth. Every power questioning your authority in our lives, Lord, waste them by fire. In the name of Jesus, let the power be wasted. In the name of Jesus, let the power be wasted. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want us to lift up our voice and say, my father, in the journey of this month, let me be disconnected from failure. In the journey of this new month I'm about to enter, the month of May, Lord, disconnect me from failure. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. Lord, as we're about to enter into the new month, the month of May, disconnect us from failure. In the name of Jesus, disconnect us from sickness. Disconnect us from death. Disconnect us from evil. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth. Begin to use your authority. Lord, let my children be disconnected from evil. Let us be disconnected from failure. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to use your authority to open all your closed doors. I want you to open your mouth and say, My Father, in the month of May, let all my closed doors be opened. In the name of Jesus, open your mouth, open your mouth. In the name of Jesus, I command all my closed doors in the new month to open. In the name of Jesus, open by fire. Open by fire. Open by fire. All my closed doors. Closed door. Open in Jesus' mighty name. We have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, in the month of May, give me victory in every areas of my life. Let me have victory. Look at that. Victory. Victory. Victory in my career. Victory in my business. Victory in my home. Let, there be, let, 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 me, let me walk in divine victory. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Lord, we pray that as we cross over into the new month, you will give us victory on every side. In the name of Jesus. Help us to walk in divine victory. Victory over sin. Victory over the devil. Victory over sickness. Victory over the powers of darkness. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, let me be seated with you in the heavenly places. That's what the Bible is talking about in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. And if you read the book of Ephesians 1, from verse 19 to 22, Paul talked about it. So we have been made to sit with Christ in heavenly places. And that's why we are far above. We are not on the same level with witches. We are not on the, at the same level with, with parts of darkness. We are far above. Far above in heavenly places. I want you to lift up your voice and say, My Father, Lord, let me be seated with you. Let, let me be what? Be seated with you in the place of authority. In the place of power. Far above sickness. Far above all the powers of the enemies. In the name of Jesus. Open your mouth. Open your mouth. Father, we pray that you will raise us up with Christ to be seated at the place of authority, far above failure, far above all the powers of darkness. In the name of Jesus, Lord, cause us to be seated with you in heavenly places. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Everlasting Father, we thank you. Ancient of days, we give you praise because we know that you have answered our prayers. Glory and honor be unto your name. In the name of Jesus, tonight, let us begin to walk in divine authority. In the name of Jesus, the authority that you have given to us, help us to exercise it. In the name of Jesus, 
and any power that may want to question your authority in our life, let the power be silenced and also be wasted in the name of Jesus. From today, let demons begin to bow in the name of Jesus. Let sickness, let failure begin to bow before us in the name of Jesus. Let the kingdom of darkness begin to bow before us in the name of Jesus. Lord, we pray that as we go, your presence will go with us. In the name of Jesus, in the month of May, we command all our blessing to come. In the name of Jesus, we command helpers of destiny to come. In the name of Jesus, we command favor to come. In the name of Jesus, and by divine authority, we command sickness to go. In the name of Jesus, we command failure go. In the name of Jesus, we command death, accident, go. In the name of Jesus, we command evil go. In the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray that you will help us to begin to exercise our authority. To begin to do things that we could not do before. In the name of Jesus. The power for great possibilities. The power for exploit. Let this power rest upon us. In the name of Jesus. Any power that may want to stand on our way. As we proceed into the new month. Let your fire destroy them. In the name of Jesus Christ. Everlasting Father, we thank you. We pray for peace for our nation. We pray for peace in our home. Let there be peace in the name of Jesus. Let this new month we are about to enter be a month that will favor us in the name of Jesus. And if there are outstanding blessings in this month of April, let them be released now in the name of Jesus. Let chains of darkness break in the name of Jesus. Let those who are under the control of demonic spirits be loosed in the name of Jesus. Thank you, everlasting Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. If you're looking at what you see, you know.